Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. When Can I Quit My Job? Episode 23. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? I'm Noah. Joining me as always is my lovely wife, Liz. Hey there! (laughs) And what are we celebrating today? We are celebrating our first weekend together since quitting your job and so it's like the inaugural weekend of all weekends that we'll have together finally consecutively right because when i worked at the that makes sense (laughs) okay well i worked at the post office you're giving more detail oh go ahead go no you go you go i asked i asked you huh yeah go me go you go that's my line okay so well, I think I was going to just say what you were going to say, which is that for the past four years, five years, five years, almost yeah. five years, we've had every sixth weekend together. Well, right? so actually it's the last mm, three years because before that I was what's called a CCA and I didn't get weekends ever. True. CCA is a city carrier assistant. It's like kind of the waiting list to get in to be full time. Right, but you work super office. full-time hours, overtime. Oh, yeah. You work overtime as a CCA. Work, I worked 50 to 60 hours yeah. on average. So, yeah. anyway, so but for the past five years, I mean, as mm-hmm. far as it's been very sporadic weekends, which, I mean, we know there are way worse things than that, but doesn't take away the fact that we're excited to have weekends together, and this is yes. the first weekend. Yes, because last weekend was Memorial Day, and you did a sister trip to Michigan. Correct. It, I would have right. been. It would have been Memorial Day weekend, except for the weekend getaway. So right. yeah. And how are we celebrating? AKA, what, what are you drinking? Oh, I thought you were going to say with a podcast. Oh, that too. <laughs> oh well, it's not podcast the Blumbermans. That's not the Blumbermans. It's no. close. Which I don't think we shared about what Blumbermans are. Probably not. <laughs> Go ahead. So. We, um, we just discovered this new, um, it's a whiskey. No, duh, no it's, it's a vodka. vodka. Flavored vodka. A flavored vodka that's cucumber mint. Mm-hmm. And. And it's uh, sugar-free, carb-free. Yeah, so it's super healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a glass of health. It is. And so I just have it on the rocks with a little bit of stevia to sweeten it up a little, right? Is that all that is? No, you have it mixed with bubbly. Also. Oh, okay. So I have it mixed with a flavored seltzer right. water. So but normally we do our, our preferred ways with, is it blackberry? Blackberry. So yeah. So the blackberry cucumber mint drink, yes. otherwise known as Blumbermint. Blumbermint. Mm-hmm. The Blumbermint. And this... In this uh, is raspberry instead of blackberry so pretty close it's pretty delicious highly recommend great way to celebrate the weekend yes and i am drinking a manhattan which i traditionally would mix by hand but i bought a mix that i use on occasion and that's uh mixed with just bourbon 10 high so that's what we're drinking to celebrate our first weekend together we 
already went out to brunch. We went to the market. The farmer's market. It's well, farmer's market, but there's yeah, also like there's food trucks and there's like crafts and things like that. So it's like an open air market in downtown, which is walking distance from here, which is awesome. Yeah. And we went to the pool, caught some rays. And Pretty now great. here we are. Yeah. Here we are. And and we still got time after this. So this is just. Oh, yeah. The middle of the day, basically. Oh, baby. <laughs> so uh, not that that has anything to do with anything, but just sharing our. Uh, our new experience after having quit my job. Yeah, I didn't know. Is that what this podcast is about? I'm like, we're just no. sharing all about this, our weekend? No, I just wanted to share. I thought we could maybe incorporate it, like what we're drinking and stuff. So I just, just thought it would be a fun introduction into mm-hmm. why we're having celebratory drinks. Okay. So yeah, I actually today want to talk about passion. Oh, okay. So we did we talked briefly about this before. And the reason I want to talk about it was not too long ago, I had talked to my uh, oldest brother, Aaron, that listens uh, to the show on occasion, and uh, my dad. And both of them mentioned to me that, in, in not so many words, oh, I'm, I'm glad you found something you're passionate about. And right. like, it really shows. Right. And so I guess I want to first talk about like some cliches and things, like things you heard up or heard when you were growing up about passion and work and things like that so mm-hmm. w- let's start there okay so i mean there's one big cliche about it but what kind of things did you do you remember hearing like as a kid about passion and work well so i don't know if this is the one you're referring to but the one that came to mind instantly to me is find mm-hmm. something you love you'll never work a day in your life yes is mm-hmm. that the one you're that's a big one yeah that's that's the big is that the, the big... one yeah oh, okay. i think so yeah so that was pretty common a new one I've heard more recently is find something that you're passionate about and the money will follow. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you heard that one? Um, I think so. Yeah. Or something. Not as much. And not growing not, up. I didn't hear that growing, growing up. Right. That's what I, yeah, yeah. So that one's a little more recent. For sure. Yeah. But so did, did that ingrain anything in you like when you were growing up about trying to find a job that you're passionate about or like? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I got this romantic idea of majoring in art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had um, a stint where you had looked into like archaeology and anthropology. Yep. And art history. That? It was. Okay. Yeah. So it was art history and then that kind of would have morphed into something akin to archaeology because there can be a lot of overlap. Right. So mm-hmm. that was a passion that I was kind of following. And you actually even got to go on a dig. I did. I went on an archaeological dig. I applied to grad school which mm-hmm. with programs in archaeology, grad programs in archaeology. And then... Well, I don't know if you want yeah, we to even hear went through down. to the end. That, sure. Yeah. yeah we, so the I got accepted only into one program. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I didn't do as well on the standardized test, um, the GRE. That's just not my forte. So I just got pretty me- mediocre scores in that. And I mean, I maybe only applied to four or five yeah. grad programs. Well, so I was accepted into one program but it was kind of a contingency like I had to Mm. fully fund the first either semester or year I can't remember which and kind of prove myself and I don't know if it had to do with the scores because I had 
amazing grades, grades, amazing letters of was recommendation. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we'll let you study. You'll pay the first round mm-hmm. out of pocket or however you want to fund it yourself. And then if you do well, we'll see. So what's the, what's the alternative to paying it for yourself? Oh, well, you can get fully for funded. Who don't know. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you can ideally to go to grad school, you don't pay. I mean, at least for tuition, like you might pay out of pocket for where you're living and your all of that. Yeah. Like, because I mean, we would have had to move to Alabama Mm -hmm. and which would have been cool. Like we liked the city and your brother and his wife lived there at the time and Mm -hmm. we got along well with them. Yeah. So it could have been fun. But like the tuition there, it was just not going to. Not going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. Like, we had an amazing visit there. Yeah, And I did. think it was just the the financial realization that kind of scared me off. That was like, mm-hmm. no, I can't take on well, more debt. And you had but, that, didn't you have that advice going into it? Like, you should get either mostly or fully funded? I did, yeah. So somebody planted that seed. It was my, yeah. my kind of, um, not my official advisor for undergrad, but... She was basically my advisor. It's like it never was. You have official right. advisors, sure. but she was my advisor, right. and super intense and really believed in me. And yeah, she planted that seed that like you shouldn't have to pay. Like right. you should just get in, and they they fund you because they want you there. You're doing research for right. people. You're doing like you and you end up teaching. You like be a t- you'll be a TA and you'll get a. Stipend, stipend all of that like so that and was a stipend in my head. if you don't know is like basically they cut you a check so they're actually paying you right so that's like and maybe that stopped it for me honestly yeah if i if she had never said that to me right we might have ended up there who knows right we yeah we were heavily considering it yeah so anyway yeah that was like gonna be my big passion like follow the dream and it's a calling yeah and there's no jobs out there but that's okay because you mm-hmm. love it and you care about it and like it's yeah. it's a lot about that there's like right. even memes i think and jokes and like all of that about academia Oh, and right. not to, I mean, I don't want to talk badly about it because I still think I love it. I still think I would love that. Yeah. Um, well, there's some, some funky things going on with our collegiate and university system right now. I do agree with a lot of it, I hear, but <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's like a little bit of, I guess, personal background yeah. for me and that I was trying to follow what was very much a passion right not something that was going to be lucrative it wasn't going to get me money right. it was like so you're so you're talking about i don't know that there's like a, a catchy cliche phrase for this but kind of a spin-off of what i said follow your passion and the or you know follow your passion and the money will come it's more like sure. um your passion is more important than your income so it's like if you're doing something yes. you love and you're making enough to pay the bills, that's better than being rich and unhappy. Yeah. So that's a third kind of cliche notion that I can't think of like a, a catchy way that it's phrased that yeah. I hear a lot. But that's kind of what it is. It's like better to love what you did do than to be rich and yeah. not. So and, th- and then so yeah. So I went. I mean to call anything that I felt about a career at 18, a passion would be a stretch, I think, of the word, of the use of the word passion. But, I mean, I loved art. I loved You did. Art. You I did love art. I don't, I was never 
an artist like so i don't know that i loved being like a professional artist because i had never experienced it so right i mean our romanticized ideals though or ideas of it right and at, uh, as a tiny 18 year old well but. i mean the romanticized idea i mean the maybe not the romanticized but the common common cliche that everybody says is starving artists so that's like same thing you're right, saying yeah. like yeah you know I'm going to become some weirdo that lives in a studio in New York can barely afford to pay rent, but I'm doing what I love. Like, I don't know if that was ever my vision of my future. I kind of thought I'd have like maybe a a tangentially related to art kind of job and just do art because I I loved it on the side, but never like never was income the the primary focus, obviously, because I went to school for art. But so what I'm getting at, I guess I'm just kind of like trying to gauge what a general a normal person thinks about the ideas of passion and work and how they should should interact in an ideal world yeah and so here i want to reveal that when my brother and my dad said that on the phone to me i was a, a little slightly taken aback and i thought about it that that night and i was like i am not passionate <laughs> about our, our land business i mean well not in the way so hey, i'm not passionate about buying and selling land you're passionate about our business right, right? yeah but so, so but my guess is that you well unless you were super quick on your feet is that they're all saying oh i'm so glad that you found something you're passionate about that you're probably like yeah yeah, yeah. like and then yeah i was like thank you yeah. you know thanks i appreciate it yeah and then I might so have said something like, you know, I found something that works or something, something yeah. along those lines. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't know if you were to contradict them right then and there without thinking about it too long. And then yeah. it kind of hit you later is what I gather. Yeah. Like, well, especially after, yeah, the second conversation where I thought, wow, they both said that to me. And so part of it is what we have talked about on the show earlier is that I think what I do is either so foreign to people or so boring to people so it's like most people now like so it's only been less than two weeks now that since i quit my job so now when people ask me what i do i can actually say i own a business you know i i buy and sell land yeah um and i really haven't gotten much of a follow-up from any like it's probably only been two or three people i did get one follow-up from uh so as i mentioned i joined the gym and i i went to a class one day because i'm easing back into it and I wasn't doing strength training yet but side note and uh the the teacher actually is a realtor like that's her day job so when she asked about it she asked like maybe one or two follow-up questions and she's like oh just wondered because I'm a realtor I'm like all right and that's where the conversation ended but so (laughs) I, I realized that like on this podcast is like a chance for me to talk about it a little bit captive audience and I mean, you're not actually captive because you can turn me off, but I am talking about it from the, from the interest or the, the, the side of it that I am interested in is, which is how it's going to change our lives for the better. So yeah, it's like, I'm not, I didn't f- learn about what the land business was and think to myself, that's it. That's what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Like finally. Right. I can buy land and sell it to somebody else right and really i mean really what my job is right now for the most part is like taking time for education like learning things and then writing some things like uh emails that we're going to send to our email list and then like 
answering the same questions over and over and over on Facebook, uh, which we just actually... Such as? What's that? What's a typical question? Oh. Where's this I, located? I, I put... No, not even that. It's So I, I will put an ad online for a piece of land, and then what I'll get is five to ten people saying, is this available? Because there's a button you can click, and the button makes it say, is this available? So they're not even taking the time to write me a question. They're just clicking wow. it. Or sometimes it says, I didn't know that. Sigue disponible, which means, is this available in Spanish? Because I have, because uh, the areas I work in, there's a lot of uh, Hispanic yeah. Uh, people in the area. So basically, yeah, that's that's like my job right now is responding to is this available? And then so like for me to be passionate about that, maybe like um, somebody who's super into like, I don't even know if like an IT person would be passionate about that. You know what I mean? Like, OK, so you're talking about what my about job other... actually is. Right. Oh, OK. So what? Yeah, it's like. Hmm. It's like fiddling around on Facebook, trying to figure out new way, new places to advertise for as cheap or free as I can online. And then like getting on the phone with people and convincing them I'm not a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's my job. Oh, or, or you or should have an episode. You should have an oh. episode solely dedicated to all that kind of stuff and what people yeah. say, the trolls out there. And yeah. yeah. So there for is for another like, time, for another time. Yeah. Not this time. Oh, I'm going to do um, our, our next uh, bonus content we're going to put on Patreon not to chastise anyone but we're still f- waiting for our first patron but um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put that, that call we got from that guy Yes, we got like the best most hilarious yes. most people I mean maybe this would piss you off if you got it but it was hilarious to us it's just basically like I, I think I should cut up like um, maybe 10 seconds of it and like bleep it out Mm-hmm. And then do the full uncensored version yeah. on Patreon. Because it's like 45 seconds to a minute of just this guy. Cursing us out. Basically telling us to go fuck ourselves in every way he can think of. It's pretty yeah. funny. Anyway. Anyway. So to bring it back, talking about passion. The reason I am passionate is because I have a, a clear end in mind. And this business is my current best means that I could have thought of and and it's showing potential and enough that I quit my job and seems as though it will work so what I'm actually passionate about is the freedom it's going to create in our lives to do the things that we want and like today great example we have yeah a Saturday to ourselves to relax and do whatever the hell we want and for the first time in a long time that that's what I'm really passionate about yeah but like I Which, do think I think oh go ahead well I was gonna say I think that's consistent with what people do do like you said do do right <laughs> cat me sorry go ahead I think people will use their jobs so yours like this job you created is mm-hmm. it is a job it is right now and other people stay in jobs because it'll fund the things that they love outside of their jobs. Right. But the important thing is that a lot of people maybe don't consider is the balance. Like, okay, work-life balance is a very big, like... It's a buzz, buzzword. It's a buzzword. Yeah, right. Everybody, it's work-life balance. So, Did I say that? Oh, no. Oh. No, I'm just saying... I got you. Yeah. Can it be considered a buzzword? A, a, buzz a buzz phrase. phrase. 
Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. You wouldn't get that reference. Sorry. So, yeah. So, I am very passionate about the ends that we're achieving, which is like being in charge of our time, being able to travel when we want. And it's basically being able to do what we want, when we want, with whom we want. Like, that's that's what I'm passionate about. And, like, I do think the business is cool how it works. So, like, I think it's a cool thing how it works in general, like, yeah. overall, like, the systems and everything. Also, I think you've found ways to tie it into things you're passionate about, like personal freedoms. Right. Owning land. Like, it's still powerful enough. Yeah. I am of I am a system like, and like you I say, think you're behind it. Oh yeah. I think on some level I might I haven't even thought about this too deeply, but I might be passionate about the product. I think of, you like are real estate. Yeah. I think you are. I mean land. I'm passionate about it and well again, it's because of our ultimate goal and everything though, too, because like land, real estate is I've heard many people say like the last legitimate way for someone to become a self-made, I don't know if millionaire is the right word, but like, you know what I mean? Like to be, to create real wealth in his own lifetime from nothing. So that's awesome. And like, I think it resonates with you It does in a way. I mean, if a great salesman sold you a franchise about something less glamorous, like selling toilets, I mean, maybe you could be enticed, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, it just makes me wonder. Well, I am passionate about toilets, though. <laughs> Toilet seats but in, you know, in particular. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I do think this is something special. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Maybe it begs the question, would you sell toilet seats if it would make you rich like this? Maybe you would. Maybe it's the why goes back to the why. The why you're your selling why. goes back to the why, like deep. Maybe deep it why. goes back to your why of what it'll do for you, ultimately. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it ties back but, into your ultimate end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's the question I'm asking is like, would you do anything? Like, how important is it to you that you're behind the product yourself? Um. Okay. So, I guess there's a sliding scale. I think it'd be important that I'm not against the product, like that I don't view it as a net detraction from the person I sell it to or society as a whole. But I think anywhere from neutral on up, like if I found Uh something that was neutral, like if I could sell uh, bumper stickers and, and I could make more money faster doing it than land, I would probably do it. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. But... I mean, if it was like, I have to be very careful here about what I choose about something I wouldn't oh, I know. be in it's, favor of. <laughs> it's off the cuff, I guess. So I don't know. Yeah. If I it mean, was like uh, a slavery business and sure. I could traffic children and become an instant millionaire, then no, I wouldn't do that. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I went to the extreme there, but you, you did. see what I'm you saying. You went very extreme. Well, I had, I, I had to pick something I wouldn't, you know, alienate our audience about. So, like, so yeah, so yeah, I, I see, I think it's actually a really great thing if I'm coming off as passionate about my yeah, job. Yeah, it is. Well, cause you don't want to be the sleazy salesman. I think. Oh yeah. I, did, I, I think you would pressure, avoid that. Yeah. 
No. So I think that's part of it too. That's I think that does play into you. That's why this had to be enough of a match. Right. Because even though to a point you can be passionate about toilet seats or whatever. Right. I think there would be a point where you're kind of like, man, I just can't. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't sell this toilet seat to this person. In good conscience. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, so yeah, I don't know. Is there such a thing as passionate enough? I, you are passionate enough about land inherently hmm. by itself. Yeah. That. I could see that. Like, because it is like I buy into it. The message of like, yeah, you I think own there's property, a spectrum. I don't think you, it's. Sorry, you go ahead. Oh no, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying for our business, I'm very enticed by it and our product. Like, I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it it sends a powerful message that we can do that, and that yeah. you can have this blank slate to make your own and like. Yeah the make your kind of your american dream come true of right yeah we're selling like almost limitless possibilities to people who otherwise couldn't afford it yeah which is and that's a that that's goes something back to be passionate to, about yeah i'm and passionate I, about that yeah, end of it yeah i think you are so i think you would get yeah. burned out on selling toilet seats where this speaks to you enough that you could do it for years oh yeah yeah and I have, I just so yeah, you said of, a spectrum. Sorry, I, I finished my thought, but you were oh, going to yeah. say something about um, a, spe- a spectrum. I don't want to lose my train of thought. Can you remember that? Okay. Because I had a little... Spectrum, side spectrum, spectrum, spectrum. Okay. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.